This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Let us take you on a journey. Misadventures in sound with Vicky and Amanda. We'll tell stories and create connections with your new favourite sounds, including New Zealand faves and rarities. We're just two music geeks trying to make our way in the world and we're taking you along for the ride. Misadventures in Sound, 7pm every second Saturday on ORFM Dunedin and podcast from oar.org.nz. And welcome to Misadventures in Sound for 2022. Woo! I hope you had a good Christmas. And having a lovely summer break. Yeah. I'm Amanda and this is Vicky. Yeah. And we have been your hosts on the show for the last... Don't say it. Don't say it. One, two, three, four, five years. (gasps) Five years. Yes, that we should be having like an anniversary special. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Uh, yeah, let's recreate our <laughs> first show. <laughs> bring out some, better. bring out some stuff from the vaults. Actually, <laughs> we, what we should do is bring out the stuff that you did on your own while I was on maternity leave. Oh yeah, and from do the vaults and yeah. do it better. Oh no, no, no! Just, well, there'll be some classics in there. I guarantee it. Ah uh, yeah, let's. That's actually a good idea. Let's let's revisit that one. Right. Anyway, five years <laughs> is a good good segue into our, um, our topic for today. Our theme is David Bowie because today is January the eighth, and today David Bowie would have been seventy five years old had he lived. He's been passed for nearly six years. And how old are you today, Amanda? Why do you ask, Vicky? Because it's your birthday. <laughs> Thank you very much, Vicky. I'm You're very not welcome. 75. <laughs> well, I wasn't, I wasn't thinking that. Now that you've mentioned it, I have wondered. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Anyway. Um, Happy birthday. Thank you. We are going to play you some Bowie tracks. You will know some Bowie tracks you might not know or some Bowie tracks you may have forgotten. Yep. But it's basically all about the th- well, Ziggy Stardust, the Thin White Duke, yep. Mr. Jones, whatever you, however you think of him, it is about David Bowie. Yep, exactly. Because we love him. We do. 
with all our hearts. I'll never forget that day actually when he no. passed away. And I, Facebook was filled with with David Bowie, and I got a friend who texted me. And she said, "It just said one word, Bowie," and I was just like, "No, it's his birthday. Is this all about his birthday? Like, because everybody's celebrating his birthday. This is really cool." Just, yeah, and then I remember ringing later. you, and then was like, "Oh my god, no, this is real." I I was told by people who friends of mine who do not like David Bowie, and I think that was an affront to me, <laughs> which is silly. But um, yeah, I I was just I cried. Yeah. I was so upset. Yeah, same. It's just yeah, just yeah. A, I I mean, for me, my parents died when I was very young, and I had been a David Bowie fan for longer than my parents had been alive in my life. Mm. So that was a big a big moment. Yeah, and. Um, yeah, but I, I'm still a David Bowie fan. That did yep. not stop. Yep. And it will never stop because nope. I'm I'm a huge fan. Exactly. Because, yeah, I'm sure many people are. Exactly. Yep. Right, so um, what are we going to play first, Vicky? Oh, do I get to choose? Yep. I'm going to play a song that doesn't get played on the radio. What is it? Um, it is from the Moulin Rouge soundtrack. <gasps> That's a good one. Yeah, and it's called There Was a Boy. No, it's not. What's it called? Then? Nature Boy. Oh. It's the Nat King Cole cover, Nature Boy. Oh. So it's called There Was a Boy on the Album? No, it's not. Isn't it? No. Huh. Where did I get that from then? I do not know. The first line of the lyric is There Was a Boy. Maybe that I just a called it that. A very sad, enchanted boy. And interesting. I'm sure it's that. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway, doesn't sorry, matter. I'm, so, just, I'm a David Bowie okay, fan. Okay, so I just want everybody to know that um, I am not going to talk about any information because um, Amanda is clearly going to correct me. So I'm sorry, <laughs> I told you that was going to happen, and you're like, no, you know stuff. No, I don't. So here you go. What is it called? Nature Boy. Nature Boy. Okay, right. And, and enjoy, and I, I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. It's funky. It is gorgeous. It's different. Yeah, it's different. It's nice. It's unusual. All right, here we go.
Different. I love you. It's gorgeous. Oh, whoa, 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 Vicky, learn how to use your iPod. My goodness. <laughs> I wanted to get the I love you at the end. <laughs> Sorry. It is a gorgeous version of that song. And yeah. uh, there's a lot of stuff that David Bowie was doing at the turn of the century, uh, which was just so different. Mm. I mean, there's that. And there's, um, he, he did another jazz classic, A Foggy Day in London Town. He did a cover of that. Mm. And yeah, just all of the stuff that he was doing with his own work and the Glastonbury show. And mm. yeah, it's, um, I, I mean, I'm a huge David Bowie fan. As you know, I, yeah, just like so many people are. And it's it's hard to narrow down to 10, 11 songs. You can't. You can't. Yeah. 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 Um, I should have said that what we played um, after the opening credits to the show was his song Speed of Life, an instrumental from the Low album from 1977. And that is one of his genius albums. And it had such a polarising effect on people. The enemy ran two um, reviews of it. Um, on, on a double page spread because half of the people hated it and the other half loved it. Who hated it? Um, was it Charles Sharmari? Maybe maybe it was someone. It was one of the reviewers there. I'm not sure. If, Give I, me his email address and I shall tell him he's wrong. I think probably anyone who didn't get it then is probably reevaluated low now. Because I do it hope is, so. It is a brilliant record. Mm. Um, there's so much to unpick on it. And there was that ad for um, around the Heroes album which went, there's Old Wave, there's New Wave and there's David Bowie, which pretty much summed it up at all, uh, the whole thing. <laughs> um, yeah, so. I'm just enjoying yeah. watching you tell me all this information. Right, what have we got next? <laughs> okay, I'm going to play a sort of mashup. Um, okay. It's not a mashup, it was two songs that they were working on for the Diamond Dogs album uh, put together. Cool. Um, but it was, never really saw the light of day until 1990. Um, in 1989, 1990, David Bowie re, um, 
um, he re-signed his um, record label, uh, his um, back catalogue for reissue. And he signed it to a small um, um, a small label called Rykodisc, which everyone sort of raised their eyebrows about. But And he had a lot to do with this reissue package. And it was a really interesting reissue series. This has never, ever happened with his stuff again because there's been, he had a lot of extra songs on those reissues that have never seen the light of day since. Do you think um, they will? I don't know. I don't know. Um, they, they may with this um, current reissue crop that's coming out. Okay. But they were really fascinating reissues, and they're the ones I try to collect those ones because they are really, really good. Mm. Um, so this is from the Diamond Dogs 1990 reissue, and this is a version of 1984 with the song Dodo. Um, mm. And it's sort of, they segue into one another. Um, it's a little long. It's about five and a half minutes, but um, it's um, exceedingly good. So here's, here's uh, 1984 and Dodo. Not a sheep. But mother's chosen, she'll never seem superb. 
Running in your mind Photograph Will you sleep in fear tonight Wait to find the scorching light Neighbor Jim Has come to turn you in Another down, down, down No, no, no Wow. You like that? Yeah. I, a million times. Yes. Awesome. That was really it cool. It is really, really good. Reminds me of Shaft. Um, yeah. 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 And just uh, So how was that received in the 90s? Like, did people like it? Um, yeah, I think there was... It oh, sounds very 70s. Oh, I mean, that is a 70s yeah. song. I mean, yeah. that was um, all of that material being reissued in the very early 1990s. Um <clears throat> I think there were people going back to it, and yeah. I know that now those reissues are particularly sought after. Yeah, they sound good. They've got good stuff on them. Yeah, they've got hard to find stuff on them. Yeah, um, and they do come up um, time, you know, sometimes, often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. No, that was epic. And I think Mick Ronson may have been on one of those songs. No, oh, that doesn't surprise me. Because he wasn't. For Diamond Dogs, um, he was out of the picture by then. Okay. Uh, but for early stuff, yeah. uh, when they were looking at doing um, Diamond Dogs for the, in the early part of it, he was still the guitarist for a little bit of it, and then he wasn't. Okay. All right. Thank you. Right. What okay. What can you tell me about the song I'm Afraid of Americans? That's Apart from, from that, it's with Nine Inch Nails. Oh, Trent Reznor, yes. Yeah. Um, from the Earthling album. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, David Bowie clearly wasn't afraid of Americans because he lived in America for most of his life. Yes. Um, but I think it was to talk about um, paranoia and the different, uh, you know, fear of world. Uh, to be honest, I'm not... I could say it, it's not really an era that I've been particularly delving into, even though I was, you know, a Bowie fan when when mm. that came out. Mm, same. Um I think it's more about, um, you know, 
fear, societal fear and, and paranoia rather than anything else. But it's, uh, yeah, it's a fascinating video as well. Yeah. With him being basically stalked by Trent yeah. Reznor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but all of that material that was coming out at the time is very, um, it's almost has an industrial harder edge to it. Maybe not Earthling, yeah. but um, outside definitely did. I think he was also flirting with a bit of, not techno, but obviously that rock oh, yeah, the kind of. Bass. Yeah. Yeah, and Earthling is this drummer bass. Yeah. 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 I'd love to know what he would be thinking of COVID. And what he would, how what he would, how would respond to that with music? There'd well, be some interesting music coming out from him, I guarantee it. Well, it would depend because he didn't release music for such a long time. And but he, then he did. He did. Yes. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to that later. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. So here we go. Here's "I'm Afraid of Americans."
There you have it. Yeah, I'm afraid of Americans. Well, I'm not really. Aren't you? No. 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 Okay. Why? Why would I be? Well, apart from Trump. I think there's a collective world fear of. of um, I think we're allowed to get political on it. Yeah. Um, let's, let's not go, go I, I do have a few American friends that I adore. So. Yeah. Oh no, my American friends are fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, let's let's move on because you know this is a great show about. Fun. Yeah, exactly, and we're enjoying right. it so far yes. because it's songs that don't normally get played and that yep. you probably don't even know exist. Yep. And yep. I've got a stunner next one. All right, oh, yeah. go for it. Okay. Well, I think it's a stunner anyway. Okay, so I'm going back to Bowie's early days in the 60s as a recording artist here, Ooh. but I'm doing the updated version. Okay. So um, in the mid-60s, David Bowie's career was just getting started. He'd released a few things under a different uh, with a few bands, and then he was starting to release stuff under his own name. And he put out a record called David Bowie on the same day as Sgt. Pepper came out. One of oh. those records was incredibly successful. The other wasn't. I bet you can guess which one was. Poor David. Uh, but he had a song in there called The London Boys, and this is a fantastic song. And it's basically about coming to London, getting in with the wrong crowd, and it's not going particularly great. Um, but in, 19, in the late 90s, he started, um, about 1999, he started re-looking at his really early stuff because he'd disowned it for a long time. And then he re-recorded a lot of it for an album called Toy, um, which was meant to come out in 2001. Uh, Toy was finished, but it was never released because the, uh, the um, record label didn't like it. Huh. Um, they thought it wasn't going to sell, whereas uh, an album of new material uh, would sell. And then David Bowie made Heathen, which is one of the best albums of his career. Um, and I'll play a song from Heathen later. Cool. Um, but yeah, Toy's been languishing for a while. Um, some of the songs came out as B-sides and, and on a compilation, um, you know, throughout the years. And in twenty about 10 years ago, it was leaked onto the internet. Ooh. I know, very naughty. And there was a whole lot of um, whole lot of uh, discussion about who leaked it, and there's been rumours that David Bowie actually leaked it himself because he was really upset that Toy never came out. Um, until now, because there's been that big reissue series um, of David Bowie box sets which have come out, and the last one which came out about three weeks ago, um, the 90s box set, included Toy finally. Okay. And Toy will have a proper box set release next month on the 7th, well, actually yesterday. Oh. No, it was on the 7th of January that it came out. So yesterday it came out. There I am a month ahead of myself. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, Toy is finally there and it's really great. And Toy, um, he re-looked at the London Boys. He went back to the London Boys. So this is the um, early 2000s version of the London Boys, which was originally released about 1966, 1967. And it's a really cracker of a song. Cool. So here we go. Yay. The London Boys. The bell strikes another night Your eyes are heavy and your limbs are light You bought some coffee, butter and bread You can't make a thing cause the meat is dead You've moved away Told your folks you're gonna stay away Bright lights so hard on Walder Street You hope you make friends with the guys you meet Somebody shows you around 
Now you've met the London boys Things seem good again You popped a pill You feel a little queasy Decidedly ill You're gonna be sick But you mustn't lose fight To let yourself down Would be a big disgrace With the London boys With the London boys But you think you've grown In the month you've been away From your parents' home You take the pills too much And you don't give a damn About the job you've got As long as you're with quite the finish it was it was quite yeah. amazing I do love that one yeah the London Boys is a great song whichever version you listen to okay yeah, yeah. nice well, any any David Bowie song is good though yeah in my humble yeah. opinion um okay so I don't, like I said I don't have a lot to say I just I just <laughs> love the music um but it's it's I was just saying to Amanda earlier though that um I've got a pile of David Bowie biographies that I just have not had the chance to sit down and read part of me as well hasn't wanted to since he passed away there's like something stopping me mm. um and I know a lot of people did this around when Rick Mail passed away um or like when um when Robin Williams passed away, there was a lot of people who avoided their work and I think I was able to listen to the songs mm. but there was just something about the books that just I didn't, I don't know why, there was something stopping me. But anyway, I need to get over that this year. That's my New Year's resolution um, and to finish reading all my big pile of David Bowie books so that I yeah. can actually say information oh, about yeah. the songs. It, 
that's the thing with um, biographies, though, because some of them are really good, mm-hmm. um, but others focus on things that um, maybe aren't necessarily accurate. Yeah, or, that's true. Or uh, rumour. Mm, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, but there's some really good ones that do focus on the music in particular. Um, there's one called Starman, which I liked, that did focus not as much on this scurrilous gossipy, you know, mm. you know, this is all his sexual partners that he had you know that kind of book it really focused on the output of what he was doing yeah there's one called strange fascination which is very good too okay um yeah. yeah, I'll have a think and, and, right. and let you know. Well, a lot of mine have come from secondhand bookstores, so some of the facts are probably disputed by now anyway. <laughs> um, so what I want to play now is um, another song that we don't hear a lot on the radio, um, and this is Oh You Pretty Things. Is there anything you can Ooh. say about this, Amanda? Um, that is from my favourite album, Hunky Dory. In fact, I was mm. going to play Quicksand from Hunky Dory. Were you? I was, but we'll see how we go. Um, okay. Hunky Dory is, has just turned 50. Oh, at late in twenty twenty one. Doesn't look a day over twenty. It doesn't look a day over twenty, <laughs> but it is a brilliant record. And there's been a lot of um, of looking back at his albums. And, you know, when they get to these anniversaries, and you know, reissuing box sets or or wee sets about them, and it never happens for Hunky Dory. Why? <laughs> I don't know, and I'm so gutted because uh, at this year. Um, Ziggy Stardust is turning 50. No. I know. Oh but goodness. Ziggy Stardust and Hunky Dory were actually written very close together. Um, in fact, Hunky Dory had really only been finished, mm. and then they started working on Ziggy. Incredible. Yeah, but Hunky Dory, Incredible. I mean, both albums stand up. They are amazing records. Mm. But, yeah, for me, Hunky Dory, it's often called a songwriter's album yep. because the songs are so strong mm. on it and mm. it is a genius record. Mm. It will be the one record that I would absolutely recommend to people to go and listen to if you're getting into David Bowie. Mm. Um, I would. I first started with Changes One from 1976, the mm-hmm. first compilation, and then um, I would recommend Hunky Dory. Okay. But, um, yeah, I remember in my flat, this is how much we liked Hunky Dory in 1990, what was it? In my flat, there were three copies of Hunky Dory. <laughs> three copies. Three copies. Well done. I know. I know. Not only mine. Mine and my friend and my flatmates. Wow. I know. We loved it so much. Oh, that's really cool. Ah. All right. Well, then this is dedicated to you and your friend and your flatmates. Oh, thank you. Wake up your sleepy head Put on some clothes, shake up your bed Put another log on the fire for me I made some breakfast and coffee Look out my window, what do I see? Crack in the sky and a hand reaching down to me All the nightmares came today It looks as though they're here to stay What are we coming to? No room for me, no fun for you. I think about a world to come where the books were found by the golden ones. Written in pain, written it all by a puzzle man who questioned what we were here for. All the strangers came today, and it looks as though they're here to stay. 
their faces in golden rays. Don't kid yourself, they belong to you. They're the start of the coming race. The author's a bitch, we finished our news. Homo sapiens have outgrown their use. All the strangers came today, and it looks as though they're here to stay. Quite a Beatles feel that song. Mm, um, well, I feel like that could have been on the White Album. Uh, what's his name? Peter known from it. Was it Peter known from Hermit and the you know Pe- Hermit's Hermits? Okay. Yeah, they did. No, he did a copy, a cover of it. Did he? Yeah. In fact, mm. his cover came out before Bowie's version did. Oh, like Mott the Hope all did with um all the young dudes. All the young dudes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we didn't play all the young dudes. Oh, that's all right. Um, okay. Good song. All right. Yeah. What's, what's next uh, on our misadventure and sound through next? David Bowie's birthday? I'm going to play. Oh, how long have we got? I'm going to play a track from Heathen because I spoke about Heathen before. Mm-hmm. This is called Heathen the Rays. It's the title track. Um, and it's a really interesting song. Heathen um, was written in upstate New York. It was recorded in upstate New York. And when they were, were recording it, they heard what was happening in New York with the. Um, with the falling of the Twin Towers. Oh. And so they, they had family, David Bowie's wife and young daughter were in New York. So, you know, he, yeah, there was a, a whole lot of fear mm. about what was going on. Um, and, yeah, just, you know, there's a sense of a sense of foreboding and paranoia, even though half of Heathen has nothing to do with that. Mm. There's a couple of things in this song, Heathen the Rays. Mm. Um, yeah, it, it sort of hints to that. But I'm not sure if this song was written before or after the Twin Towers. But it's okay. a great song. It's a cracking song. Cool. And uh, it's, yeah, Heathen's just a brilliant record and came out in 2002. And I would, it's again one I would point people to. Okay. So brilliant. So we have Heathen the Rays. Mm-hmm.
there you have it it's good isn't it yeah it's lovely it's it just ends it with it ends the album and it just goes out on a lovely lovely you know sort of leaving it open yeah yeah well today we are celebrating the uh, 75th birthday of uh, the late great David Bowie um, on Misadventures in Sound with Vicky and Amanda on ORFM um, and you can also podcast it uh, if you go to www.oar.org.nz and have a look for us and there's many more other podcasts yeah. to choose from as well. Hundred small podcasts, lots yeah. more shows and they are absolutely wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, and you can probably you you'll definitely find something that you're interested in. Yeah, just yeah. you know, more than one, most likely. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Far more than just one. <laughs> Didn't mean to sound like there would only be one, but yes, it's, she's <laughs> it's right. There's us. ten million at yeah. least. Um, so I'm gonna play something a little bit different, I'm a little bit more poppy. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm going to play uh, the magic dance song from Labyrinth. Um, and I've got a little bit of a tidbit here that I'm, I've, I've probably have said this already on this radio show, but I'm going to say it again. We were just discussing um, David Bowie's wife uh, during 
uh, this the song break. Um, Aman, obviously, who is just a stunner, and um, and how she was on the video for Michael Jackson's "Remember the Time." Um, but there was also another sort of mini Michael Jackson connection with David Bowie because when Jim Henson uh, from the Muppets was trying to figure out who was going to play Jareth in Labyrinth, um, he actually asked his kids who were teenagers at the time, and I was like, "What do you think of Michael Jackson? Should we get him out on the Labyrinth?" And they were like no, no, you need a rock, a rock star. You need mm. David Bowie. And, of course, he approached him and, and, and David was into it. Um, but can you imagine what would have happened? I it, do not want to know. Yeah, I mean, I, when I, you, I can't actually see it. Well, he, well, at the time, Michael Jackson, I think a year later, was Captain EO mm. um, for the Disney um, ride in, on, in, in Disneyland, Disney right. World. Um, and, yeah, his acting skills weren't the same as his performance skills on stage I know and yeah with Jareth David Bowie was pulling on a whole lot of his own you know it's really it is chewing scenery acting really it's um but you know he's all he's pulling on his own characters Mm. his performance characters there's a lot of Ziggy and Jareth oh yeah 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 definitely um yeah not just the hairstyle no (laughs) it is it is a glorious glorious song and um a glorious performance yeah I love Labyrinth so I wanted to do um Underground I couldn't find it so I do have it somewhere I couldn't find it I am I apologize immensely however um here we have one of my actually literally and I'm telling you this now I still use iTunes because I'm old school um oh yeah um the most played song on my iTunes to this day is Magic Dance excellent Magic Dance is fantastic yeah let's play it all right here we go you remind me of the babe power of voodoo
I love magic dance. Same. Actually, you know, you know something. When um, when Oliver was first born, um, it, I mean, he can't he can't watch it now, obviously. Mm. But at the time when he was a baby, none of that soaked in, and so he would have been fine. But I always wanted to jump a baby, like dance yeah. during yeah. that particular scene, and I got to, but nobody was there to film it for me. <laughs> Darn it! That was oh, very dear. cool. But I, he won't be allowed to watch that movie until he's about seven. I watched it at five, and it haunted me for a wee while. Yeah, oh, yeah. I know. I loved it. Yeah, oh, it's one of the best movies them. in the world. Yeah, mm. absolutely. And the fact that they all have good stories from that film is mm, yeah, it's really nice. Cool. Eh? Yeah, it's really really nice. Yeah, because so many things from your childhood get you know ruined, tainted. <laughs> so yes. it's great that this one's still so far. Indeed. So what is our last song? I can't believe it's right. our last song. I know, I know. It's uh, this show has gone by so fast. Mm. Um, our last song is going to be one of the last uh, things that. Um, he did. Mm-hmm. So obviously the Black Star album from 2016 um, was written as a goodbye to his his fans. Mm. Um, well, possibly as a goodbye. He was talking about doing some more, but unfortunately that never, ever happened. Um, so yeah, Black Star, brilliant record, another one of his masterpieces. And it's really odd for a, someone to have their final album. I mean, it was a masterpiece before he died, mm, and mm. then it was mas- definitely everyone reevaluated it two mm, days later, mm. and it was masterpiece. But after Black Star, um, an EP came out um, called No Plan, and there were a- about three or four songs on it which um, hadn't made um, hadn't made the Black mm. Star album. And there's another one which was the last. It's called Blaze. It's a long. It's mm. the last song he ever recorded that is still yet to see the light of day. It's okay. not even online. Um, so yeah, but, trying so to I'm perfect gonna play, it. Yeah. So when. I, what I'm going to play is one from that final EP. It's called When I Met You um, from 2017. And um, it will have to fade it out because it's, yeah. Yeah, cause we're at the end of the show. So um, thank you all so much for joining yeah. us in January. Happy New Year. Yes. And uh, yeah, we'll be back soon. Stick to those New Year's resolutions, yes, team. Yes, absolutely. We'll be back soon. Yeah. Kakite. Kakite. Take you on a journey. Misadventures in sound with Vicky and Amanda. We'll tell stories and create connections with your new favourite sounds. 
including New Zealand faves and rarities. We're just two music geeks trying to make our way in the world, and we're taking you along for the ride. Misadventures in Sound, 7pm every second Saturday on ORFM Dunedin and podcast from oar.org.nz. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.